Hey guys, it's Keith. This is Jesse. And this new player has joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we are we are coloring our ships. Yep. And we are flying. We can't fly the ships. No, nope, we, we can't. That we, we see, see they're great see loading them. screens. Oh, they're terrific. So pretty. They are such customizable loading screens. So cool. in this. Did I say loading screens? They are loading screens. That was a little bit of a Freudian do. slip. That's what that I was a do. little bit of a Freudian slip. Today like we're it. talking about Destiny 2. Yeah, we've got some mixed thoughts on it, and you'll hear all about them. Let's jump in. This is New Players Join. Here. We're here. We're doing an episode that I feel like has been in the works since the day beginning. one. Yeah, the, since the beginning. This was um, when when we first started doing this podcast. We uh, we wrote a, a, a review for this game. We yes. wrote a comedic a comedic review for this game that was praising it and also tearing it apart. Yeah, and I feel like that is largely what today's episode is going to be like. Yeah, I um so Destiny two is we've done a destiny episode did we not we do, did i did we, we have we talked about destiny have we did we do a destiny episode? we kind of talked a little bit about it with steve berg when we did the borderlands so 2 we've episode. never done a desk this is the first destiny and, and let's 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 just give it the 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 proper introduction hey everybody welcome to the new players join a podcast about the video games people love and why they love them today we're talking about destiny 2 finally yeah um, <laughs> i can hear that how tired you are in your voice right off the bat this game's a fucking mess uh, it is a mess it's 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 interesting because to talk about destiny 2 you have to talk about destiny mm -hmm. 1 and destiny 1 destiny hold on destiny is I was trying to figure out the best metaphor for it. Uh -huh. It might be because everything's so political and the world's going shit right now. That was like, could be a great representation of America. It also, I use Britney Spears as a great representation of this game. She's also a great representation of America. Um, so what it is, is Destiny is this flawless, beautiful... I'm talking gameplay-wise. Yes. Like, before I get to anything else, like, it is smooth. Smooth as you, hell. Jesse hates first-person shooters. But this pick, game is picked addictive. Picked this up immediately and was like, oh, I get yeah. why people love this. 100%. This is an incredibly playable game. It's, uh, it's often a joy to play. I don't Just know how much money... Because we talked... There's, like... When Dest when the first Destiny game came out, mm -hmm. because when I talk about America, it is the feeling of when you're in it, it's like this is great. I feel great. Right. This is great. This it's is great. And then <laughs> low key, all you do is complain about everything uh -huh. because either nothing makes sense, like it's just something's off. Yeah. Basically. Something leaves a bad taste in your mouth. This this uh, game has investment money thrown all over it. So on top of just the gameplay and the like, what we see as the consumers and as the gamers is just the video game, yes. right? That's what we're presented with. Mm -hmm. But this game was way bigger than that. Yeah, this <laughs> game spans. It has a story behind it, and it has a fandom behind it. It's its, its own so, even, uh, living, breathing entity. Right? Destiny 1 
was supposed to be the new Halo. Because okay. Bungie was going to come out the new game for the first time after Halo. So mm-hmm. everyone's like, this is going to be the biggest thing in the it's world. The Halo killer. They're going to have all these big actors. The gameplay is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an MMO like World of Warcraft right. and things like that. It's going to be a living, th- living, breathing thing. Right. Um, and then something happened that they didn't talk to us about. Okay. Like in an investment meeting or something like that, because they thought this game was going to make so much money because they pumped so much money into it. Right. Here comes the Halo killer. It's going to be a smash. And it's a video game at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I think in people's heads, they were thinking a game like Cyberpunk or something like game change like just just world changing was, okay yeah so the like we're gonna was, put you on these planets mm-hmm. and you can explore these planets but really you can't leave these paths so you yeah. can't really explore the planet it's, it's the same exact first person shooter technically as every other game that you've played yeah it's like they created multiplayer levels that you'd play with your friends mm-hmm. so you just go to different planets but they're not like it's not like um oh what's the video game that everyone hates no man's sky no man's sky like people think it's gonna be like oh it's this huge yeah. planet to explore Massive, expansive and really it's just no go kill things go kill yeah. things go it's kill just things go kill thing. things it's the same maps in counter-strike or in halo any popular first person shooter we just make maps it's just long they have and to, there's yeah. corridors there's and corridors, there's just quest, there's quests inside of it yeah but it's not it's something's off about it yeah and but the part where you're killing things and getting weapons, and you're basically, ha- you have superpowers mm-hmm. and stuff like, like, all of that shit is so good. Yeah. It's so well done. The monsters in this game are so fucking scary. They are. The enemies in this game are so much fun. Playing this game with your friends, it was accessible. You just jump in, and mm-hmm. we're playing, like, it was, it's It's accessible, it's customizable, it's fun, it's engaging, it just isn't this brand new thing. It's just a good take on something that's already existed. So Destiny 1 came out, Mm -hmm. and it was a successful failure. Yeah. That is, what we need to take away from this whole discussion about Destiny the game, is people are like, is it a bad game? Is it a good game? Mm -hmm. I'm like, it is a a successful failure. It reminds me of The Hangover 2. Yes. Did it make a lot of money? Yes. It did. Would you say it's a good movie? I would not. I was, I tweeted this and I just like deleted it because I was like, I'm too much this morning. Um, (laughs) It's a lot going on in my head. Uh, But, because I was looking up this and I was like, thinking of games for us to play, right? So Mm -hmm. I looked up failures to success. And... None of the stories were about the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're J.K. Rowling, Bill Gates. Like, they just did all the cliche, this guy was in a garage. Right. Or, like, they don't talk about the thing was super successful. It was, the they're person. now bajillionaires. Right. So it doesn't matter what they did. <laughs> what the thing was. But now they're bajillionaires. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the thing to latch onto instead of just being, like, these guys made a great product and they're being rewarded for such. It's like there's elements of this that are great and then it's 
yeah, I let's I go I go back to my Britney Spears metaphor, which is or any talented person, mm-hmm. anyone who just they're super talented, they got a great voice. Oh my god, they have it. The people handling that person fuck it up over and over it. and ruin over. It. And now we're in the Destiny Two phase of they're in Vegas. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> like it's like this yeah. weird like we're in the downfall party. Like we've attached too much money to this and we haven't taken care of. People it. are like free Destiny yeah. from from Bungie at the leave so, Destiny alone. It's it's a weird game. So we will go into it. And I am a person who has. I don't know how many hours into Destiny. 500? I played you, the fuck out of you this. You played when, so much Destiny 1. When Destiny 1 came out, I played Taken King and I did the arena. I did everything. everything. I Everybody in the comedy community and all my friends, we were all playing yeah. Destiny all the fucking time. I can remember being in Astoria at your apartment and one night we had finished writing and you were like, I'm going to play Destiny if you want to check it out. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch. And you were just pumping round after round after round round of bullets into this boss and i was sitting there going this is stressful to me stressful (laughs) and stupid and i this isn't making me like first person shooters and then you jump in for the first time in destiny 2 and it's mike and me playing with you and you're like okay here my friends this i and we're going on a quest and there's a story and all this sort of like when we first jumped in we were like this is a shitload of fun yes right yeah well okay so from my perspective Destiny 2 starts, and I was playing the the first game with you and Mike. Like, we all started we the all, game. Day one. The, like, we the, all like, jumped in. First person uh, shooter campaign. Yeah. At, on the same, uh, on, like, on Mike and everything. And you guys had both played Destiny 1, so there was a little, like, video kind of, like, homage to your character. Mm-hmm. And I remember Mike saying that, like, emotionally it resonated with him. And I just had nothing, because I had never played <laughs> Destiny 1, so I was like, right. okay. So it was like Mike and me, were all, we're all playing this game. We're like, oh, my God, remember when we did this? Because yeah. it also, when you're playing it with your friends, you completed things, it was like, you beat this with Brownstone Cowboys. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fucking cool, Mike, we did this together. So it's like this feeling awesome. of awesomeness. You guys had that. I didn't. That's fine. No, that's I fine. Still, I still really like the intro the intro introduced me to a cast of characters who i thought were engaging and fun mm-hmm. to a villain that seemed larger than life and a huge threat uh it made me like it, it gave me the gravity that the story needed like they just throw you in and our place our home is being destroyed yeah, your home is destroyed your ghost is broken and you're almost dead and it's like now march to where you need to get to to right. restore your power and the music swelling behind it is gorgeous. It's really well orchestrated. It feels super important. It, at this point in my gaming experience with Destiny 2, I'm like, oh, this is different. Right. This is like a new improved Halo where it's like, I feel the weight of the actions of my character on my shoulders and I can't wait to explore this. Right. It's really the only time in the entire story where I give a fuck. So this is where... The game loses us. <laughs> yes. After uh, the beginning. Well, the game, the campaign itself, how mm. long? Eight hours? Yeah, not long. Like, A super the fucking short. Yes. So, the game has the air of feeling of, you pump your money into it. Mm-hmm. You want your fucking money. Because... It wasn't as successful as we wanted it to be. Because yeah. when Destiny 1 came out, they're like, it it was so big that they're like, a Destiny 2 is on the way like before Destiny 1 even came out. Mm-hmm. So it was the plan of, this thing's going to be huge and we're going to pump it out. And the reception was mixed. Yeah. And it wasn't what they wanted. 
and this goes back to video game world. This goes back to, we talk about 2K sometimes. That's going to be $70 and they're going to have ads in it and all the commercials and all mm-hmm. this sort of shit where you need to please the investors. Yeah. That's, we don't give a fuck what gun is cool. Mm-hmm. We don't care what the characters are, what the story is, which actors playing the ghost, what the fuck is a ghost, who cares? Yeah. I was told you'd double my money. Exactly. So that's the thing. So the capitalist gaming economy. So it the Destiny 2 has this feeling and the game just itself has these people who bail on it mm-hmm. and like Activision owned it and then they dropped out of it and then Bungie took complete control of it. So the hilarious thing about Destiny is Every six months, someone comes up to you and goes, it's good again. Yes. It's, so it's this feeling of Destiny's... Cha- they figured it out this time. And this has been going on since 2014. Right. It's just every six months, De- now Destiny figured now it out. Now it's good. Now, now it's the good. Game works. Now come back. Now, come, now we figured it out. Now come by. So it's just like this fucking mess. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mess. It's, it's anything by committee now. Yeah. Where it's just so many people have had their hands in it, and they've left some parts and gotten rid of other parts, and I'm just like, I cannot begin to fathom why anybody thinks that this is workable now. You have a dish that now has 300 ingredients in it, and yeah. it tastes like nothing as a result. It's, I can't ever get into Destiny ever again, because yeah. I, I, I put a limit on how much... It, I don't put a limit on how much I'll play a game because eventually my body just goes, my brain goes, we're done. Like, yeah, we're done. Over. We're numb of this. We don't care anymore. But like, my brain goes, you've spent enough money on this yeah. game. Yeah. And Destiny, at a certain point, I'm like, I've spent over $200 on this fucking game. So, Destiny 2 playing the game. How, how about this? We're going to structure this a little bit. Let's go through like, okay, all yeah. the... Okay, yeah. Destiny, let's do your fucking job yeah. and structure since you. you can't since you can't your figure it. Game. Since your whole thing was your story was shit and your main actor didn't even want to fucking be there. Yeah. And all this horrible fucking... Hila- like, it's so much to go through. I and, mean, yeah. We haven't even mentioned that Peter Dinklage was the voice of the ghost in the original Destiny and game and he fucking hated his it. His voiceover lines are so like, I don't want to be here anymore, clearly. like So what this was, game just went through drama and drama and drama and drama. What was the famous They Must Be Ghosts? From, from the, the moon! moon. <laughs> he mailed it like in he so li- It's so mailed in that when they took away his voice, we all wanted it back because they yeah. were like, can we just get more I don't care, Peter, the, Peter Dinklage voice. The voice acting in Destiny 2 is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person who's doing the ghost is fantastic. All the characters are really, really great. The cinematics are great. It's, but yeah, there's no fucking story. The game one, it has this like, min- I don't know what it is. Destiny has this aura about it where it feels like Star Wars. A like I bit. really like. Like I yeah. really, really like it. I love the design. Of I everything. love. Yeah. I'm like, it's just executed so poorly. Yeah. And the actors don't care. Or like, <laughs> it's just like, it's, it, we'll get into it later. But like, there's so many famous people involved mm-hmm. with this game. Um, and it's funny because now what happens with this game is they apologize and then they release a new DLC. And mm-hmm. what it is, not is free. The game is free, but the DLC, but the DLC is not free. Right. So, you have to go through this phase of which, which, like, what DLC are we in and what's going on yeah. and what story because each DLC is its own story where it's like, 
you and I stopped playing. Like I forget which one. There's four of them I right will, now. The so fourth one's coming out in November. This is this is what I want to get. What I want to walk through. The two DLCs that we bought were Osiris and Forsaken, and Osiris was the biggest scam in the fucking world. Oh yeah, that was DLC. a huge. You, you and I, we played maybe one level and then we, we quit and we never beat played Osiris. Any. Did we? We beat it. The the whole thing about Osiris is like you're stuck in a loop and you keep having to go back and do the same thing. So it's basically a game that costs twenty dollars. And it's 20 bucks for two new maps, and you have to go through one of the maps like six times, and they consider that a DLC. And the story was bad and stupid, and the gameplay was monotonous. And that, when we beat that, I remember a lot of people were like, Destiny 2 is dead. And so we stopped playing it. And then we did the the Steve Berg episode about Borderlands 2. And he's like, trust me. And he was like, Forsaken is the new DLC, and it's so good. He's like, he told us he'll buy pay it and he'll, I'll give it. he'll pay for it if we don't like it. Steve Berg owes us both 40 bucks. <laughs> uh, Forsaken starts off with, and spoiler alert, the best voice actor in the game, Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. They kill his character. That's how it starts. And so the whole thing is like a revenge tale about getting back at the guy that killed, uh, what's his name, Cade? Yeah. And even with that, even being like, man, I'm emotionally invested in that, you and I gave up. We got like most of the way through and we just lost interest. We didn't yeah. care anymore. I it was lost, the same thing over and over again. It was the same thing of like, oh, I like this game. And then the DLC drops. I'm like, I really don't give a shit. Yeah. And it kind of just happened again and again. And now it's still going on. Mm-hmm. It still exists. I still know people who jump in and out of it. Yeah. And they still do the same thing. Our friend Mike was playing it on PC with his friends for like a couple months. And I was like, he's still doing that? And they're like, no, it sucks again. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> for every great thing that happens in Destiny 2, a lame thing happens and vice versa. Yeah. So amazing animation, tight controls, mm. complete lack of a story. Complete lack of a story. And Destiny 2 guns, I haven't played for a while, so maybe people Oh, they were so boring. It. Destiny 2 guns were so fucking stupid and bad compared to the first one. And that's Mike and I would just talk about the first game and how good the guns were in that. Yeah. And you were like, what would they do? What's that? What's bad like, juju? That sounds interesting. Like the Galahorn and things like that. You know what the Galahorn was? No. Galahorn was the most sought-after weapon in Destiny because when you shoot a rocket at someone, it shot like 10 rockets at yeah. them. So it was like this big giveaway that everyone's going to get the Galahorn. Like, so all these weapons were like, how do you get that? How do you get this? How do you yes. get like this? Like the fun of the game to me was like, how do I get this gun? And they're like, you have to do these quests and yeah. do this and do that. And I'm like, ooh, I want to do that. And then every single time the guns were just so mediocre the and good boring. and the bad. Yeah. Because I loved doing those quests to get the gun that's basically Han Solo's gun from yeah. Star Wars. And then you get it and you're like, this gun is bad. Yeah. But the quests were fun to get it, but the reward is terrible. Just like, okay, cool, I guess. And I'm like, why do I play this? Yeah. And Destiny 1 had Santa in it. They had Zur, who would give you weapons for I like... love Zur so as, like, a, as, a, as a thing you concepts, can put in a game. Just go find Santa yeah. and then trade in your stuff well, for Santa weapons. Every Tuesday... Zer would show up and he would be selling ex- whatever day it was. Weekend. He We're would, all busy. Yeah. <laughs> he would show up and he would sell you rare weapons. Yeah. And it was super exciting. Yeah. That's the cool thing they introduced. But the lame thing was that they introduced the same stuff over and over again. They didn't have many things to offer. There wasn't and it new was, things. It was, it was kind of the same boring. shit. Yeah. And so they keep making these amazing things and then just kind of ruining them. Do you remember the Prometheus Lens? No, I really like 
I remember the last thing the mental image I have in my head is everything is like prehistoric, but yeah. the same exact thing. And I th- is that Osiris? I don't know which one that was. Well, that sounds Osiris. But I was just like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, I've mentally checked out. I don't care. Per- the Prometheus lens was a weapon that they introduced, but they way it was way overpowered. It was so OP, and so everybody would go into the crucible, the player versus player part of the game, with Prometheus lens and just wreck. Everybody. everybody would just use the I'm same weapon. Garbage at PvP. Mm-hmm. I've always been garbage in first person shooters against other people who actually play them. Prometheus Lens, I was like killing 17 people a shot. Yeah. Like I was wrecking people. And then like a week later, they nerfed it. And we were all like, so now we just have another shitty weapon in the game? Well, that's like the problem with first person shooters and in terms and generality of just like. Everything has to be balanced, mm-hmm. basically. And if you get to a point where everybody's using the same cheat, I mean, look it's, at Call of Duty. Yeah, it's useless. Everything becomes normalized and boring. That's a that's some good snoring from Ollie on this one. Ollie's really pulling his weight around. <laughs> oh, he is a gentle beast. Yeah, so it's, it's this weird thing of when you talk about our brains are so black and white. Right? Yeah. Destiny's good. Destiny's bad. And I'm just like, you'll have fun with your friends. Like yeah. at this point, there's probably so much content that you'll probably really like it and not have to get the DLC at this point. Yes. But it's still just like, it's such an interesting, weird. You clearly organism. just wanted my money. Yeah. And like that's, I went through that experience and it feels gross. Yes. I, I know it's capitalism, and I know everyone's trying to make money. That's, like, at the end of the day. But if you do a terrible job masking it, then mm-hmm. it's, like, fuck you. It's also, like, <laughs> when when companies, uh, when gaming companies want our money and they make these DLCs that are a ripoff, I'm like, where is this money going? Right. Is it going to the people who actually put their time and energy no, into this? No, it's going to the investors. investors then, uh, yeah, then fuck those people. It's just, like, we're doing blank because investors, we need they need to make their money back because we want right. to make more jobs in the future. By committee versus people with a vision, it's the reason that games like Destiny 2 get muddled versus the reason games like Hollow Knight are so clear in their intention and purpose. Yeah. And whenever you have investors like that, it kind of ruins it, and you get shit like this, like the DLCs, which is a shame because... I can remember very well getting to Titan, the moon of Saturn in the game, seeing the massive waves Mm -hmm. coming towards the command center, seeing all of the aliens like showing up. Going into the the hive to fight all the bosses and stuff. And they're basically just ghost demons that you kill. Love playing this game. I remember, because you can do what? Uh, There's Titan, Warlock, and... Uh, Scout or Hunter. 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 And the Hunter's like the rogue, the Warlock is the mage, Mm -hmm. and the Titan is the tank. And I always loved rolling as Titan because one of the abilities you could pick was that your guy would like dash forward, punch somebody with a melee, and anything in like a six foot radius would like explode. Would like, yeah, completely disappear and explode. And I was like, I get to play a first person shooter half as a melee attack. This is so much fucking fun. The game makes you feel like a total badass. Yeah. <laughs> then throw in like a spark grenade or two or a sticky grenade or something like that. I'm just like, I feel so capable. And I'm playing with you and Mike and you're playing Hunter and Mike's playing Warlock. And we're mm-hmm. all just like, we're just going to town with our own special just abilities. Just throwing abilities. It's, shooting. So it's so like fun. the gameplay. 
is so much fun. Even within the classes, there yeah. are like three different ways to to specialize. Oh, I'd max out all the three classes. Yeah, like but I was like, really into Destiny. But then it's like, what do you want to pick? Because I would always play like melee heavy. My special, I'm gonna throw those like fire axes right. in every direction. I was like, this is amazingly sad. And I liked being hunter when I could like disappear and do camouflage and yeah. things like that. And I really changed over to warlock because you literally can turn into a Sith who shoots electricity out of your fingers. Exactly. So much about the game is so cool. I, Again, it's Britney Spears' dad yeah. ruining it for everybody. <laughs> I remember even the it was one of the first times in playing games where I thought about the actual physics and how they represent impact. Yeah, because the most satisfying games represent impact in a fun way. Uh, the example that comes to mind for me is always the newest God of War, mm -hmm. where when Kratos slashes an enemy with the axe the axe hits the enemy and then it stops for two frames and then it speeds up to catch up with his arm to give you the impression of hitting something solid and ripping through it. Mm -hmm. And in Destiny 2, the physics and like the way everything shakes and the sound design of when you punch something is so like visceral that it feels like you're taking part in the action instead of your video game character, which is a huge sell in games like that. Oh, yeah, running into a horde and throwing a bomb down or something like that it's to make everything explode. It's just like the best. It makes you feel so otherworldly capable. So I'm going to bring up a game that I call... Can you believe this person's in this? Uh, <laughs> where... And this is the part of showbiz uh -huh. where it's like, oh... Like, you know, like, actors who are, like, they work regularly, but we don't really know their names. But, like, some yes. of these you'll be like, oh, I know. But, like, when you see their face, you'll be like, holy shit. Yeah, I recognize them, but I couldn't I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. For, yeah. This game is filled with, like, those people. Okay. Through and through. And, of course, all of this game is going to be is I'm going to give you the actor, tell you who they play in it, mm -hmm. and I want you to just tell me anything... <laughs> That they've been in. <laughs> okay. Anything. Okay. Even, I have IMDB all set up. Okay. So it's literally not like, we're going to be like, well, I don't know. We'll Let's see. Out. Let's see what um, we get. First one. Now, this cracks me up. Okay. Because I couldn't think of anything initially. Nathan Fillion. Firefly. Okay. I had to get to Firefly. Nathan Fillion's one of those people where I'm like, Castle. I mean, I'm trying to point out that this dude has been in really like nothing. I know those. Are, as soon it's, as I it's said, it's a Castle, Keanu like, Reeves thing. It's just like it's a weird like the internet, and he is so charming and hilarious and great. He should be in more shit. Yeah. I just realized that I'm like Nathan Fillion's not really in many things. Nathan Fillion wasn't in Clueless, but it feels like he was. He was not. He was. He. I, what's that guy's name who looks like him? You know who I'm Paul talking about? Paul Rudd. No, no, he's a much smaller character. Clueless? I think so. The skateboarding kid. Oh, that dude is. Oh, I forget his name. He's that the dude, dude from that dude's Road friends, Trip. Yeah, that dude's friends with like Seth Green and shit. Like they're all really good friends. Um, that makes sense. That tracks. Lance Reddick. Okay. Commander Zavala. Uh, uh, the the bald guy who's at the front of the. Oh, is that who? I'm, is that who he is? Zavala. Okay. Uh, he is voice. a very big actor. Is he a voiceover actor? What's his name again? Uh, this is Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. You're going to be like, fuck, he's in a lot. <laughs> I genuinely have no other idea. Think of the voice. It's deep. Okay. That's all I can think about. I don't know who he was in these. He's in John Wick. 
He's in John. He's uh he's the concierge. Mm-hmm. He's the concierge. He's oh in the my John God. Wick He's in Oz. He's in Oz. He's the undercover cop that gets addicted to I've, drugs I've never inside seen Oz. of Oz. He's in um uh I can't the uh, the Bolt the Wire. He's yes he is. He is so good in John Wick. By the way, he's one of the best parts of that series. This dude is fucking dope at acting. He works, man. And he works. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like. Destiny pulled down some fucking people. That's so interesting. Uh, Gina Torres. Who'd she play? Gina Torres played Ikora. 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 Okay. I... She's not... She's been in a lot of shit, so I'm not going to try to say she's not. So, like, she's been in a lot of television, Uh but I don't think these are shows you watch, but you've seen her in stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and use my my one get out of jail free card and say I bet she was in Law and Order once. Okay, let's <laughs> let's go down this path. You Hold on, as a dead person or what are we going? What do you have to tell? All me? I needed to say no, was Law and no, Order. No, no, no. All I needed to say was Law and Order. She could be on it twice. She could be on it as a dead person before she was famous, mm-hmm. or she'd be on it after because she's famous. She played a jogger in a Law and she's Order. She's been in so many television shows, and yeah. I'm letting you just name other shows okay. until you get one. Okay, so. I'm assuming that they picked her for this game because it was on brand of the stuff that she had done around it. So I'm guessing there's some sci-fi shit in here. So I'm going to say like a Stargate show. Okay. Lem- God damn it. Could you pick, <laughs> could you just, <laughs> just control could you that just shit? 2000 and up. That Stargate counts. Stargate counts. As 2000 and up Stargate. Uh, what Stargate time? Atlantis? What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can name a few Stargates. She's, I'm not seeing Stargate. Well, I'm sure I'm not she was saying in it. name anything like Stark anything. Anything? Anything like God, what, I can't wait to tell you like all the, the shows Dome or something. Sure. <laughs> what are all She these? was in one of the first yeah, TV shows. I went all the way down. Well, Law and Order. But yeah. I'm not it doesn't count. <laughs> She's a famous actress. Everyone fucking I've probably been on Law and Order without realizing it. it. Name yeah, anything inter- else? Any other shows? This is what I'm trying to point out. It, if you're in LA and you get interviewed by the cops, there's a 50 50 chance you were just on Law and Order. She was in. I'm just gonna go through it because it's just fucking. What? Are, what? She's are, she's in the Matrix. Okay. As uh, Cass, I believe is what her name is. Okay. Um, she, I think, is what's his face's wife. Um, I I don't know what the I don't know oh, the, the I, drivers. Yeah. Remember. He comes back and his wife's like, you can't leave. He's like, it's my job, all that sort of shit. But she's been 24, Firefly, Angel, Hercules, Xena. I almost said Xena. Zoe Washburn, Justice League, Alias, Standoff, Flash Forward, Huge, Transformers, Suits. Suits is what I wanted you to say. The Catch, Suits again, Final Space. Pearson of what West she was World? In Final Space. That's funny. All right. Yes. Yeah. She is okay. Do you yep. see? Is this game? Not- I looked up Zoe Washburn. And I was like, I oh, yeah. Yeah. That's her. All right. Oh, I should have just guessed Firefly. Jesse, you idiot. This one. You should know this. Sure. I don't even. I can't even say his I name. I don't know any actors. Bill Nye. Nagy. Nagy. I don't know. Bill Nagy. Okay. Bill Nagy. Na- Bill All Nage. the people. People in England are like, you asshole. <laughs> How do you say it, everybody? Nike, Nagy, Nagy, Bill Nighy, Nighy. Who is he in the game? 
What? Who is he in the game? Oh, now you fucking want. <laughs> I've wanted that every time. <laughs> uh, Bill Nye is the speaker. He's the speaker. Holy shit. The speaker? Oh my God. I didn't know that he was the speaker. What is, wait, who's the speaker? Person, what? you go meet the speaker. He's like a, he's barely in the game. Okay. What, what is he? Like, when do you meet the speaker? He talks and tells the story. He has the voice like this. Oh. I believe so. I believe that's him. Or maybe he's the one telling the story of what happened. Bill he's, Nye. He's kind of like the narrator. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. The Bill science guy. Bill Nye. The science guy. I genuinely. D- this I, guy is fucking stupid famous. Is he? Stupid famous. Is you've he seen like him? In, I, I guarantee you've seen him in so many fucking things. Is he like the narrator of things or is he a, a character no, actor? No, you know who he is. I, I know name, I'm not helping you with that, but I really am. The name sounds so he's familiar. He's super British. He's, as in super British, I'm telling you that he's just British. <laughs> he's, uh... But as in, he's British in every... I want to point that out, mm-hmm. is a lot of British actors mm-hmm. put on American act... Like, they don't... Yeah. They don't... They kind of hide that Tom, they're from uh, Australia uh, or what was Britain. It? Tom Holland. It's, Tom Holland's British? Yeah. Okay, so, okay, that's what I'm just trying to point out, that this yeah. dude doesn't shy away from being British. Um, He was in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, my God. Let me make sure. Let me make sure he wasn't, because I fucking bet he was. <laughs> at least, was he in at least one? There's there's a Martin Freeman joke where he's like, I'm literally the only British actor who isn't in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> and as a result... That he, is so fucking funny. And as a result, he, in, he got to play the Hobbit. He is in everything. Yeah. Um, oh, is he not in the Harry Potter Wow. Movies? Yeah, this guy can make the same joke. He's in Harry Potter, ah, who is Deathly it? Hollows, Minister Rufus Scrimgeour. Minister? The Minister of Magic. Is he Walter Minister, Frey Minister. from Game of Thrones? No. I know who you're talking about, but that's not him. Oh, no, that was that's not the Minister but of Magic. But that, that, yeah, that guy is in a lot of movies with this dude. Wait, is this dude from Love Actually? Yeah. Yes! Yeah, there you go. Yes. He's in fuck. He's in everything. He's in the Pirates movies. He's in every British yes, movie he is. ever made. Wow. He's, he's in all of um, Simon Pegg's movies yep. and stuff like that. That's right. He's his dad in Shaun of the Dead. He's his stepdad, and I think he's in The World's End I and things love like that, that even you were like, yeah, stepdad. Like you, <laughs> I was like, he's his dad. He's his stepdad. Because it, that they're, that's a point in the movie. It's a very big point. I'm yeah. Like, when he turns like the a zombie off? toward no, when he turns like a zombie toward Sean, yeah. he's like, "Your dad's here. He's not my dad. He's my stepdad." Yeah, and he's like, "Hi," and he turns around like in a creepy way, and he's like, "Yeah, hi, Sean." <laughs> <laughs> Just like fuck, like, amazing acting, so good. Frank Langella, the console, the console, the voice, the console. The, what, what? What do you mean, the voice? <laughs> it's not on you. And it's not on me. Okay. This game did a horrible, shitty job introducing characters it and really explaining did. it. So the console is just another voice in the game. This Frank Langella. This is impossible. No, you're, it's not. You're, no, it is not. This is impossible. The next one is a person you'll remember because the thing in this game is for you to remember every character's name mm-hmm. is you had to go do their quest and constantly go find them to remember. Because you know who Lord Shax is. Yes. 
that's what I'm trying to point out. Is you could be like, who the fuck is Lord Shaq? But he's the Crucible. Guy. But he's the Crucible. So that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is like I don't I don't know what to tell you. Frank Langella, the Consul. I have Frank no Langella idea who is either of those things are. Frank Langella, Jesse. <laughs> uh, vaguely Italian sounding name. He is. I'm gonna guess from New Jersey. Yeah, of course he is. I thought was Sopranos. A, he. Did I get it? I don't think so. Oh, that'd be so funny. Uh, he's like famous, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to describe him. Okay, this guy. he's been in one episode of Monk. Most likely. Uh, <laughs> he is, I thought was British, but hiding it well. Uh, <laughs> but he's actually just from New Jersey. That's so funny. <laughs> Because he, I don't know, there's certain actors who just carry themselves. And I just think because British actors are all actually trained. Yeah, they're like theater act, like actors. Actual theater trained yeah. actors that they can carry themselves. Mm-hmm. Someone an American can carry themselves that way. I'm like, like, they must be British. Yeah, they must be British. Uh, they're acting so well. I don't know anything this guy's been in. Frank Langella played Nixon in Frost vs. Nixon. <laughs> uh, he's also in Frank, Robot and Frank. Uh, Martyr's Crossing, he's in Kidding, The Americans. You watch The Americans? Nah. He's this dude that you saw him, you're like, oh! Yeah. That menacing, they put, he's like in all of the like comedy movies as like the evil rich dude. Yeah. Does that make I sense? Like saying. he's in he, Adam's. He's the guy who's going to shut down the ski chalet to, to build condos. Yeah. And he shows up when he has a cowboy hat on. And you're just like, oh, this guy must suck. Yeah. Uh, that's who this dude is. Okay. But, uh, he's wicked famous. The moment you see his face, you're like, oh, that fucking guy. Who do you got next for me? Lord Shacks, okay. Lenny James. Oh, you know who Lenny James is. His voice, like, he does great uh, in PvP of just like, excellent shot, Titan. But yeah. I can't, I have no idea. At no Again, point, British. British. I figure. British. But at no point in Doesn't listening to uh, to Lord Shaq's talk did I think, do I know this man's voice? I honestly just thought he was just some voiceover artist. You've seen this guy. You've watched this guy. And not only do you watch this guy, you like this guy. Do I really? Mm-hmm. Uh, how recently have I watched something that I like this guy in? I don't know when you stopped watching it. Oh, that's interesting. We all stopped watching it. We all unless you're like weird. Sorry, Jenna. Do you still watch it? <laughs> you'll we, hear. You'll hear in a second. We all stopped. So it's still going on. Yeah. Walking Dead. Yep. Morgan. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what this whole game has been for me too. Of just like, whoa, what? that that person. Morgan was such a good fucking character. Yeah. He also plays Saul in Snatch. He's in Snatch. Yes, he... Oh, my God. Yep. Yes, he is. Yeah. Again, these actors, you're like, oh, I love them. I don't know who their names are oh, or what they do. Oh, he's so fucking good. Yeah, he's in... Fuck, that's funny. The Walking Dead. And I guess he's in Fear the Walking Dead, which I've never seen. But yeah, no, he's the... We talk to him constantly. We go up to Shaxx all the time in the game. Oh, my we had God. No that's idea. great. That's who it was. That's it. Damn. This has been... They famous. Uh, that's a... Uh, damn. That right? changes some things.
right? Okay, so I want to go through here. And, you know, Osiris is bad, Forsaken, we didn't care. But when you have, like, the things in the game that you look back on in a very positive light, what comes to mind? Uh, not this game. Uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's the first one, and it's yeah? just weapons. Um, I think about, uh, wasn't the tournament or whatever, the arena, when you go try to take down the Taken King. Gotcha. Um, that was a lot of fun. <clears throat> that was when the game was the most fun to me. Of trying to take that down, yeah. And like you, it was like really team building, and it was a lot of. Which Mike and I, I we haven't talked about it, but when we played Destiny One, you needed to have three people, and they set you up with a rando. Yeah. So it's Mike and I. Uh, we live in Queens, mm-hmm. and you all know how I talk. <laughs> I talk like this. Yep. Uh, I have a weird way of anou- pronouncing things, or whatever. Do you? I don't know. I don't. I don't do. I'm trying to point this out, and then Mike who is a sweetheart, he talks like this. Yeah. And it's so nice to see you. And hey, it's so good to be here. <laughs> we're going to murder this Forsaken. We're, gonna, we're so, oh my God, so good. Like he's the most positive, yes. nicest. Upbeat, very kind. And so we're like jokes, 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 jokes. And twice this happened, both amazingly positive experiences uh-huh. where some third person gets on the mic over, the, over 40 years old mm-hmm. and they go, hey y'all, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love and that. And so some guy, or I'm like, hey man, where are you living? He's like, I'm in Louisiana. Where are you all at? We're nice. all like Queens. Nice. <laughs> like it's just like these Yankees. Yeah. Making this dude from Louisiana just laugh his ass off That's and have so fun. Funny. So like we spent three hours talking to this dude, having fun and a blast, and we sound like Yankees, and yeah. he just has a southern creole voice and it happened another time we're like the it's crazy now because you hear a voice like that talk to us it's like oh man i can't wait to hear the fucking fireworks until these guys start screaming at each other about policies or whatever the fuck um just this feeling of oh we live totally separate different lives Mm -hmm. but we're enjoying this game together so much and having a blast with it uh those experiences really stand out to me, like experiences in games where you weren't expecting the expected and you have yeah. a great experience with it. And Destiny was capable of doing that. Um, and then it was just like, you know, everything else. Can I, can I, this is, I've told you this story. I remember actually I told you and Kyle Clark this story one night when we were getting uh, Mexican food. Um, I played the raid in Destiny 2. Right. And the raid in Destiny 2. I've never played a raid in Destiny. I've never. I've never I did not. I did raids in WoW, and I was like, yeah. I've done it. I don't want to do it. I I'd never done it. I wanted to do it, and so it's like six people, and I there was like a group of five people that was just like, yeah, we're gonna lead you through this raid. Five super nice dudes, um, who I could tell were not like my sensibility in life. Like they you were a little say immature. Uh, yeah, they were a little more immature, but they were nice, and they were guiding me through it. And I was like, this is gonna be fun. I had a I had so much time. And I was like, I'm going to get in here. We're going to like, they're going to walk me through it. It's going to be, you know, all the stuff that I know how to do. I'm going to get to to shine and, you know, to learn from them and blah, blah, blah. The raid has nothing to do with the rest of the game. No. Like, none of the skill set matches. It's all weird, obtuse puzzles that make no sense. It's just roadblocks to great weapons and great gear. That's all raids are. And And it was like continually frustrating and weird. I just... I thoroughly disliked it, but it went on for like two hours Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be like a six hour thing. 
and it's two hours in and everybody's stuck and I'm not having fun. Yeah. And I don't, and here's like a thing about me. I only, I barely know how to use a PlayStation 4. Like it takes me forever to figure out how to join a party, how to leave a party, Mm. how to like not be part of this thing. And so I'm on my headset for two hours. I'm playing this raid with these guys. I don't know what the fuck's going on. They're trying to walk me through it. And you don't even know why you're doing it. I don't even understand. Like, why would you even get out of it? Like, why are you doing it? I'm two hours deep. I have no loot to show for it. Right. And, like, I'm separated from everybody now, and I can hear them talking, like, everybody's lost, and we're all trying to get back to some point. I'm just like, I want to leave so bad. Did you turn the PlayStation off? I unplugged the PlayStation. (laughs) Like I didn't even Absolutely. turn it off. You I just get that that happens. Unplug the PlayStation. All, you get that that happens all the fucking time. Yeah. Right? Like I do that shit all the fucking time. Yeah. If I'm a tank, I do it in fucking all Overwatch or whatever. Like but, you just play and you're like, I'm not dealing with this. Fuck these people. But Let I them die. didn't. I didn't even turn like the game off. I didn't go like oh like close down the application. I just fully went to the plug in the wall and pulled it out. You I didn't know could have been like, do. guys, this isn't it for me. I'm kind of bored. Yeah. Thank you for everything. Peace. I People would be like, I get it. Like, yeah. It happens all the fucking, all I, the time. It was just, it, it was uh, the silliest, most shameful exit that I've ever, I've ever taken in my life. I love it because it's just no strings attached. Yeah. Hey, come drinker 69. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> Speaking of names, Keith, <laughs> I have a game for you, okay. and I went back and forth between, between a few of them, but I, I couldn't help making you with this or that, because the weapons in this game, they have names that are specific. Oh. So it's time for a high fantasy novel or the name of a weapon from Destiny 2. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Number one, Legend of Acreus. It's a fantasy novel. That's a weapon. Number two, Lord of Wolves. Yeah, it's a weapon. That is a weapon. Number three, Runus Effigy. <laughs> Which, by so the way, what, is, is a so weird thing. what are these? I, right? Like, what do these mean? A rune, an effigy, that's what's written on your tombstone, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't... They're like dragons. It all feels like that. What is the vibe of this game? The the vibe of the game is all sci-fi, and then you get to the names and it's of fantasy. the game, and it's all fantasy like weapons. Like tribes. Yeah. These are tribes. It's so weird. Uh, this is a weapon. It is. Number four, Ariana's Vow. That is a fantasy novel. That's a weapon. Number five, Heir Apparent, H-E-I-R. It's a, it's a, it's a novel. It's a, it's another weapon. Number Jesus. six. Isn't guy's burden. Sorry, isn't Nagi's burden. That's a gun. That is a gun. God speaker. It's a gun. That's a fantasy novel. That's a way better gun. That's I the know. one you guys banned. That's know. a way better one. It sounds like it should be a fucking weapon. Number eight, Whisper of the Worm. Ew. I know. That's a gun. That is a gun. Number nine, the Iron Dragon's daughter. <laughs> what? <laughs> God, uh, that's a gun. That's a fantasy novel. Number 10, Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn. Oh, that's a gun. That's a fantasy novel. Number 11, Alone as a God. (laughs) That's a fantasy novel. That's a weapon. Number 12, Breath of the Dragon. It's a gun. That is Codex Alera. That's a gun. That's a fantasy novel. 14, The Dark is Rising. (laughs) Fuck you. That's so stupid. That's a novel? It is. 15, Archimedes Truth. 
Who's in this room? <laughs> Where's is, like who's this is the shit that I think about that I'm just like, God damn. Who gets to sit down and write these? I hate creativity. It's so I hate it. It's this like is so it's, bland. it's just so God. Cause you can just make these okay, so we need um a name that's either Greek. Uh, sounds elven. They put more thoughts into the name of the guns than the guns themselves. Yes. Yes. Like, the guns sound cooler than what they actually fucking do. Alone as a god should be an incredible weapon. Yeah. It's not. What is it, just a regular gun? It's just a fucking rifle. Yeah, I, that's the thing with this game. Yeah. They all have these weird, crazy-ass names, and they're all just kind of like, this one has burst fire! And I'm yeah, like, and great. Like, this is boring. <laughs> Archimedes Truth. Uh, that's a gun. It is. 16, Ranger's Apprentice. That's a gun. You'd think so. It's a fantasy novel. 17, Night Runner. It's a gun. It's a fantasy novel. And lastly, 18, Empire of Veia. It's a gun. It's a fantasy novel. <laughs> this has been High Fantasy Novel or the Name of a Weapon from Destiny 2. All of these, all of these sound like, like take, uh, take Godspeaker, for example. It's a fantasy novel. If that's a gun... What do you want it to do in a game like Destiny 2? Godspeaker? Yeah. Uh, that's a shotgun that immediately makes you blow up, basically, if you get too close. Okay. To me, it really reminds me, and this is not where my brain goes to, it didn't make me think of Dogma, but in Dogma, the voice of God, yes. God Metatron. talks, everyone yeah. dies. So yeah. Like, you can't hear God's voice. It'd be too horrifying. Mm -hmm. So God's speaker, Jesus Christ. I want Alone as a God, the weapon, to be... The most powerful thing in the game, but when you fire it, you have to stand still. Mm -hmm. You have to be completely stationary. You can't. So it's like it's purely like plant yeah. and destroy me almost melee thing. Like there's so much room in this game to create weapons that are interesting that have different purposes, but none the, of them none the, of them matter. The time that they could have used to make the game i guess structurally better because mm -hmm. in the second one they're like there isn't a story in destiny one there isn't one the, yeah. the destiny one story is they give you like a rifle that's like a below average rifle and the game ends <laughs> you remember that no you didn't play, I didn't play destiny destiny one. one literally ends with you like thank you here's a gun that's basically a gray item that's go sucks. forward and do dlc shit now that's and like that's what stand. it was and i'm like okay so you're making more money off the emotes because you mm -hmm. added like hype member. Like yes. the fun of it was doing crazy dances and doing all yes, that sort of shit. I love so that like, part of the game. So instead of like, how do we make the game more enticing? They're like, emotes are making a lot of money. How do we in, how do we involve emotes for people to give us cash? Yeah. Basically. So all these games, it's like the gaming industry needs to die a little bit. Yeah. It needs to go through a horrible process of being like, we can't keep this. We can't keep milking this. We can't keep milking this. The consumers aren't really buying into it anymore. Yeah. We all, none of us win. Yeah. Like, it sucks when there isn't a lot of competition because Activision and EA and they fucking own everything, everything that there's no real games to compete. Mm -hmm. Like, the only game that was going to compete with Destiny was an even bigger failure than Destiny. Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. Which and was a Destiny clone. Which was another thing where they just was just a money pit, and they just ruined it. Yeah. And I'm like, how... It's just 
capitalism and all these people who are it just ruins art yeah even if art even if the point of it is to sell like if you want to sell a lot of a video game make it really good yeah that's it no gimmicks no this no No that it's like it's like hey we want to sell this house for 10 billion dollars it's like okay well then make a perfect house like dude well we can mass tape it we can build it with this instead how many people bought last of us 2 because last of us 1 was groundbreaking yeah so I bought it. Yeah, me so I too. bought it. I was like, and I, I wanted it. to go through another storied experience that kept that kept me locked in. Yeah. the whole time, mm-hmm. and that's why I bought it. And so there's certain games where I'm like, I expect this, or this is what you pitched it as. Yeah, and so now I'm expecting that. And so when you're like, okay, well we admit we fucked up. This time we figured it out, and by the tenth time you've done that, and we're done. It's no one's coming back. Well, it sucks because it's. It's, it's like The Walking Dead. It's yeah. literally like the same fucking thing. It's just like it makes Destiny was a failure, mm-hmm. but the only game that did better than it was Call of Duty. Right. So it was a huge success, but it didn't make back nearly as much money as they said they were going to make back and all those sorts of things. So it's just like a weird, like... A weird ecosystem for bad games to thrive. Yeah, again. And then for good choices to, like, like the emote thing yeah. was so fun. Yes. Everybody loved, like, the one where you're flipping the table over, mm-hmm. the one where you're shooting the, the neon bottles. All of this shit brought people together, and you'd see, like, if it was all just a matter of you get this if you complete, like, a quest of some kind, people would want that all the time. They'd do those quests constantly, but because it was like, or you can just in-game purchase them, it was like, well, now this Remember fucking the farm. Sucks. I was just, I was the actually going to bring that you up. You go to the farm for like three hours, then you never see the farm the ever farm again. The farm is so cool. The farm was my, one of my favorite parts of the entire game because it felt so different. It yeah. felt unique. Just this one location where like everything was Earth. like, yeah, we're on Earth. Everything's back to like a kind of recognizable environment. There's a somberness. Everybody's trying to rebuild. It felt post-apocalyptic. It felt interesting. Right. And it also felt like, like a respite from the rest of the game yeah i'm the thing that destiny is like an empty game yeah is extremely empty like destiny 2 is the first time i saw like civilians Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was just like who makes our food yeah and they bothered to show it like not what this this is a living city but you don't actually buy anything Mm -hmm. and you don't get things you just trade them in for more guns so it's like this empty feeling of this gameplay is great but goddamn, there's nothing else to really do other than shoot aliens yeah there was um and chase weapons you don't want (laughs) there's there's a character just like uh an npc robot that's sweeping up in the main base in destiny 2 and somebody at Comic-Con went as that robot and just walked around sweeping things up and everybody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Every single person was like, I know this NPC. I pass this NPC every time I'm going from one section to Which, the other. again, what are you sweeping up? Yeah. Nobody's throwing trash. What is this? What's what's the what? point? What are you doing? Just this busy work this robot also, has to do for all eternity? you created a robot to sweep. Yeah. And you gave it arms and had to give it a broom separately. We're- Everything about it. <laughs> It's just like stupid. It's, you should have just made a giant broom. Or it's something. 2020, and we've had the Roomba for a decade. Yeah, and you and, made and a human future. robot and went, hey, do you have a conscious now? Okay, now go do backbreaking yeah. work for us. Now do this menial labor and fucking suffer until the end of time. Oh, it's good. There's it's good. Like, I just wish I, you know, the fun that we had in this game, me, you, and Mike 
slowly walking through the main base and seeing mm. how many people would join us if we did it a slow-mo walk. That's how boring the game was. Exactly. That we could slow-mo walk and people would join us because nothing else is attractive to do in the game. <laughs> but in terms of grinding, I would go to Titan nonstop and just go back and forth, back and forth, doing the same three events that kept popping up for gear and for leveling up. And I could do that for hours. It was very satisfying because the gameplay was so good. You basically can fly with AK-47s and throw grenades and have superpowers. It's the most... And you kill aliens. Yeah. It's the most fun. Somebody was like, we can we can like kind of do the Titanfall thing, kind of do the Halo thing, kind of do the Call of Duty thing. And it was very satisfying. I just wish they had given a shit to make it a good game on top of that. 100%. So, Jesse, I have a final five. Okay. I have you. a best and worst for you. I have a best and worst, too. So maybe they'll all be exactly the same. Maybe. Number one. Okay. Food. Best and worst food? The best and worst food. Now, I don't want this to be a... Of course, that food sucks. Yeah. So that's the worst. I'm talking that, like, people eat regularly. That I'm just not into. They, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, worst food that people eat regularly, white meat chicken. Interesting. Just, just, uh, in just com- what is... In comparison to chicken thighs... What are you doing cooking white meat chicken? Where are you picturing this white meat chicken? A lot of people will do like, oh, I made this marinade and then I like bake the chicken. And I'm like, that's Uh, fine. So, okay. It's just kind of like bland. So if you're not in a healthy situation, you're like, what are you doing? What do you mean? Like, as in like, oh, I'm going to fry up some chicken. And you're like, okay. Yeah. The good part? Yeah. Or are you just, are you just doing this because you're like, this is lean. I'm like, you don't know how to how to cook that i think white meat chicken (laughs) is one of the one of the worst utilized pieces of meat in at least american culinary culture yeah i believe it can be done well yeah like any any food can be done well yeah Uh, but in terms of just choice Mm -hmm. you chose white chicken and you're like what the fuck yeah like the amount of like oh there's grilled chicken on this it's like this is so bad yeah this is so bland and boring (laughs) None of you can't just throw this like chunk of meat you, on a grill. You get why people say they don't like chicken because it's fucking dry and bland. Yeah, because that's how people make it all the time. Mm-hmm. Chicken thighs, chicken thighs chicken is where thighs. it's at. That's the worst. What's the best? The best food? Chicken thighs. No, I mean, <laughs> it might be. What's the most like underrated fucking food? Um, Not even underrated. Just, this is just the best. I'll go with something that I don't cook with often, but I fucking love is lamb. Mm-hmm. I think lamb, uh, minced lamb makes amazing burgers and is great in shepherd's pie. Like those lamb, almost lollipops mm-hmm. are amazing to grill. I would, I would often cook lamb instead of steak and fucking love it. It's yeah. a change of pace. It's got a gamier feel to it and I'm way into cooking with lamb. There you go. Keith, best and worst, very similar, spice. <sighs> the best one is paprika. Okay. I'm down. You could say onion, you could say garlic, you could go you could go through all of them, but paprika is I am making a choice. Yeah. And the choice is correct. Yeah. And the choice <laughs> is flavor. Uh paprika normally when it gets added is always a fucking great choice. Yeah. Uh and then worst, it just might be because I ruined it for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like cumin. That's fair. Like I think it's overpowering in a lot of dishes yeah. and Sometimes it's too much, mm-hmm. 
like cumin's in a lot of Mexican food, and I it's think, in a lot of Indian food. And I every think time I get it, it's like I can just taste the cumin. I think that cumin is shorthand Mexican for a lot of people when they don't want to do the work of actually developing the flavors of yeah, Mexican like cuisine. Yeah, they chuck in a lot of cumin and chili powder. Yeah, and I'm like too much. Like, like that's fuck. not what it is. And. I would like, and that's, I'm not going to throw chili powder under the bus. Yeah. Chili powder's in a lot of great things. Uh, <laughs> cumin is to me what like kind of overpowers dishes. I gotcha. To me. Uh, Jesse. Yes. Best worst musician. Uh, best musician. And I think for you, because mm-hmm. you know music so well, mm-hmm. you should pick a person who genuinely is a good musician, but you think they're not good. What do you mean? Like they make bad choices or you just don't like their shit. Like, Worst is musician, that... Rivers Cuomo. Wow. Incredible guitarist. Yeah. Incredibly talented. Garbage songs. Does. He does. He does. He writes the worst. Sometimes he he gets a great hit, but a lot of the time Rivers Cuomo, the lead singer of Weezer, is just like writes. He basically is like, I did a, a I made an algorithm to make what would be famous on on the radio and then i wrote that song eight times and that's my album rivers cuomo is his own worst enemy yes he is he overthinks like yeah. it's stuff where i'm like dude you could just do the blue album over and over and over and yeah. over and over again he completely <laughs> overthinks everything and he ruins and they, his they own did music. their weezer cover album yeah and they aren't they aren't even covers the point of covers is like here's our spin mm-hmm. on it is literally just the same exact song except rivers is singing yeah I'm going to give for my best. I'm going to give somebody who uh, who is easily the butt of jokes, mm-hmm. but who low key is a fantastic group. Hall and Oates. Oh yeah. Well, no. What is it? It's one of them's good. The other one is whatever. It's I don't I don't even care. It's just that that group has made so many good songs, and I think that it's like when in my twenties it was one of those things. It's like Hall and Oates is a punchline band, and in my thirties I'm like oh. I was wrong. I guess it's less of the music itself. Yeah, and more of like the vibe like around them, Huey right? Huey Lewis, you can, I feel like, should be the actual version of that. Yeah. Does that make sense? When you listen to Huey Lewis, you're like, this is, I want to beat myself up. I mean, uh, <laughs> but A Rich Girl is a phenomenal, phenomenal song. song. So I'm yep. saying, it's like when you hear that song, you're like, damn. Uh, All right, Keith, number two. Yeah. Best and worst mafia movie. Godfather 2 is the best one. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to say was every single uh, mafia movie, every single mob movie is extremely flawed. Yeah. Uh, because I lose interest in all of them, mm-hmm. but loved all of them. Right. Um, Goodfellas, an amazing movie. To be honest, everybody, we all lose interest the last 45 minutes of oh, the fucking yeah. movie. Um, it's not even because it's long. It's every single mob movie goes through the same phase. Which is I work I was so nobody. hard. I work so hard. I work so hard. Music montage where mm-hmm. I'm awesome. Now it's bad, and yep. like that's every single time. All of a basically. sudden, I'm doing bumps of cocaine and looking at helicopters in the sky. Yeah, uh, Godfather Two was the only one that really like kept me engaged the whole the time. whole time. Yeah, and Godfather One is obviously it's like its own thing, but Godfather Two is so good because it starts off. It's like a prequel and a sequel at the same time because you haven't seen the Godfather films, right? I've seen the first one. So the second one, it starts off with um, them back in Italy and Robert De Niro, who actually is like the Godfather, uh, 
it's him going to America and him starting the mob. Gotcha. So it's like a jump back and forth. And he's literally like his mother goes up to the mob boss to be like, let my son go. He didn't do anything. He doesn't know anything. And the mob boss is like, if I let him go, it's going to make me look weak. And she like tries to shoot him or something mm-hmm. and tells her kid to run. And some guy pulls out a shock and like blows his mom away. Jesus and he Christ. like runs to a boat, gets on a boat, goes to America. So then what's the worst one? The worst mob movie. I mean, it could go into like, I mean, it's Godfather 3. Yeah. It's Godfather 3. Yeah, the Godfather 3 is a movie where it's nepotism the movie. Mm-hmm. It was, I can't find an actress to be in this movie. I'll use my daughter. Yep. And the movie is, this dude has sex with his cousin who's like 14. And the thing that's weird uh. about it is this Coppola's daughter. And I'm like, you're watching this actor just like go to yeah. town on your daughter. Do- I'm like, everything about this is fucked up. Fucking weird and gross. And nobody ever talks about Godfather 3. That's fair. Uh, Jesse, number yes. three. What do you got? Best worst height. Height? Height. Um... Here's the thing. You and I are like, if we were 5'10", five, like if we were a couple oh, we'd inches. we'd be kings of the world. We'd be kings of the world. <laughs> people take us more seriously. Now, people who are like, I really want to meet a tall guy. Mm-hmm. I know tall guys who are like, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm tall and people are like, oh, it's cool how tall you are, but they're like uncomfortable for a lot of places, sitting down, planes, Wor- all that shit. Being short sucks. Uh, worst height is both 5'4 and 6'4". Mm-hmm. Because one of them, uh, five four, there's uh, there's nobody. It's 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 harder to date. They're both lying. They're yeah. both saying they're an inch taller than what they're, they are. Yeah, and, it's like, <laughs> and six four, everything's uncomfortable. But you're not tall enough to then be like a. To, everybody's just like, you should play basketball. And you're like, it's a skill sport. It's not just about being tall. Uh, best height, I would say like five ten, five eleven. Yeah, yeah, for a yeah. guy, for a guy, for a lady. I I have no idea. I've never I've never lived as one. <laughs> Number three for you, Keith. Best and worst supervillain. Best and worst supervillain. Mm-hmm. The best is this is like this is my like constant thing with villains. Mm-hmm. Is uh when they're right. Uh are they villains anymore? They shouldn't be. Um I think Michael B. Jordan's character from Black Panther shouldn't be a villain, and I think that honestly, I think Thanos shouldn't be a villain. Because <laughs> I was gonna say Thanos, yeah, but I think he's he's the best villain. I think his theory's there, but it's not fully fleshed out, bro. Yeah, that's like the thing. I'm like, I'm almost with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 that culty thing of just like we gotta treat people better. Yeah, there's too much of this. Yeah, there's too much of that. Yeah, let's all wear. Fruit Loop hats, and we're yeah, all like, like you, "You lost me." On you that had last me. Bit. You had me. Uh, so I'll say Thanos, um, and then the worst one's probably the Mad Hatter. Yeah, <laughs> like I get it. It's the Mad Hatter itself isn't a bad character. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that Batman went. I'll, you mean Riddler? No. There's the Mad Hatter in Batman, the series. Oh, my God. Do you remember this? Oh, my God. You're right. They had the Mad Hatter. Is he in the comics? I don't know. And the Riddler and the Joker. Yeah. So the Riddler and the Joker, you can put a different... You can. You can put a different... You can, but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. They're both green. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that's a good... I had forgotten entirely about that Batman villain. Uh, best worst natural disasters. 
<laughs> Best and worst. Uh, the worst is a tsunami mm-hmm. because it's just devastating and terrifying mm-hmm. and it just kills so many people and does kills people in horrifying ways, by the way. Right. Like, there's a tsunami that hit uh, that that hit Asia, like East Asia, Japan, mm-hmm. China, and and then when the when the tide finally came back to America, there were shoes with severed feet washing yeah. up on shore. Like, yeah, I there was some movie that came out in America that made me laugh so hard. Where I think it was like a white families mm-hmm. in Southeast Asia when the tsunami hits. Mm-hmm. So the only way we can relate to it. Is if it there's a white family? It's so stupid. Like it was the it's, most hilarious, exactly. offensive. So I think stupid. Naomi Watts, yeah, was in it or whatever. The guy from um, the guy from Reservoir Dogs was a reporter in that movie, right? Was he? I, think I don't. So. I just I couldn't. Beacon. It was so offensive. Uh, best natural disaster is either a blizzard or a nor'easter. Huge, dangerous snowstorms yeah. that hit when you're up in the Northeast, mm-hmm. and you can just hunker down for four days oh, with yeah. a bunch of food and games and mm-hmm. just have fun. Oh, man. Imagine 200 years before that. Yeah. Holy fuck. You're like looking at your younger brother like, we're going to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not because of the storm. No, you we just, don't you're like you. are annoying as fuck, bro. All right. Last one for you, Keith. Best and worst thing to scream at a carnival. <laughs> uh, the worst is, I think the screws are loose. Yep. And the best is, I think the screws yeah, are loose. There it is. We all get to die. Uh, best and worst, Andrew McMahon. Oh, do we want band or song or what? Best and worst. Okay. Um, do your iteration. Uh, worst is that thing he'll do where he'll start talking over his piano in the middle of a song and be like, this counts as a verse, though I'm not singing. You understand the deep intentions of no, what I No, he say. does that shit? He, uh... How? It, it's not woke up in a car that he does that? How? Okay, I'm gonna ask you. You're a big fan of this guy. Yeah. Do you think he's creepy behind, behind backstage? I think. Because I didn't know he did that shit. Because the way you explained it, mm-hmm. that he did Constantine for 45 minutes, yeah. or whatever... And he talks in the middle of his songs. He doesn't like that. That's, so that's a thing that he does on like one or two songs in his early days. Okay, on Still, like just, the albums. You are now. It's t- yep. yeah, It's weird. <laughs> and I and I you know I I think about the song. I kissed a drunk girl. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> not okay with it. Problematic. Uh, Guess he's trying to say it's so nice about the studio. I, Clearly, like I would hope that every. <laughs> you want to say womanizer, but you can't. I don't know that he is a womanizer. I've never, I've never seen any I evidence. I don't of it. think he is. I just listen to his music. <laughs> I think that. Uh, I I hope he's a good guy. That's all. I, I've never heard a bad story about him. I'm just like, I just know that the scene he runs in, it would be so easy to be a bad guy. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's. Uh, what? Who's who's not Beck? But it's Beck. But it's not Beck. <laughs> Who's Beck, but it's not Beck? Or, he plays piano. He's You like him a lot. Ben Folds? Ben Folds. <laughs> Is that Beck, but not Beck? I was thinking Beck's, but like he calm, he's totally chill. Yeah. It doesn't, like, Ben Folds doesn't come off as a creepy no. dude. You know what I mean? Like, some yeah. people are up there, and they take their music, like... A little too seriously. Too seriously? I'm like, you're trying to fuck someone right yeah. now. You're not trying to fuck me. You're trying to fuck someone who really latched on to what you just said. So uh, so all of that vibe is the worst. And, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and, and then the the best 
is the moment in the documentary he made about his chemotherapy where he takes a lint roller to his hair and balls himself in uh, the mat and just shows the camera and goes, isn't this fucking gnarly? And I was like, that's... The fact that you're down to do that is crazy to me. That's crazy. Andrew McMahon, best worse. <laughs> All right, Keith, do we have any final thoughts on Destiny 2? Uh... Don't get it. It's a mixed bag. Don't get it. Um, don't don't play it. Um, I mean, play it, but I'm just trying to tell you to not do it. So yeah. Getting it to me is like walking into a crack house. Yeah. Now I'm not saying you're gonna get addicted to crack, but you've you've walked into the house. Yeah. So you may not spend any money on Destiny Two initially. But you'll see everybody around you doing the things that you can't do, and you might be like, eh. "I should, I should smoke some crack." Mm. There's going to be an expansion fair. coming out in November. Maybe I can get re- like yeah. some like it. You start to you start to rationalize there's, there's that. Start shit. to rationalize it because you're um, like, eh, you know, like quarantine. Why not? I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's a it, it's a game that has a lot of positive things going for it, but it's such a mixed bag. It's such a poisoned thing that. And I want to point out that people are probably like, "It's changed now," and that person, I want to say. I've heard eight of you in the last six months. <laughs> like yeah. the like version of I'm not like six months ago. It's bad. Now it's good now. The year I'm before not, that, it's good. It's bad. I'm now. not doing it, and I'm still not buying No Man's Sky. There you go. That's it. <laughs> uh, guys, a reminder, you're listening to this on Thursday. That means that tomorrow, Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we are doing our sister district fundraiser. Come donate a few bucks and play some video games with us. It's a super fun time, and you can find the links on our Instagram and Twitter at New Player Pod. And uh, rate us, review us five stars wherever you're listening to this if you can. And otherwise, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Keith, Jesse. This is New Players Joined. Bye. Bye. You created a robot to sweep. Yeah. And you gave it arms and had to give it a broom separately. (laughs) Everything about it is just like stupid.